0: Hello and welcome to the Life Enchanted Podcast. We're on a mission to optimize our lives through faith, health, wisdom, and much more. Thank you for joining us on our journey. Here now is our host, Nick Carlisle. What is up, my beautiful friends? Nick Carlisle here, stoked to be back with you. For this episode, I wanna keep it high level and I wanna talk about food. We all have these established frameworks and concepts and ideas and habits around food and how we think about food and how we interact with food and what we choose for food. And the goal of this episode is to kind of scramble those up a little bit and to kind of bring some light and some truth in there and help you decipher what is truth for you so that hopefully it can change your relationship with food and then have a cascading effect into every aspect of your life. Because at the end of the day, food is medicine, and we'll talk about that. But I first want to tell you a story that took place about eight years ago. Prior to me getting into all this wellness stuff and health stuff and coaching and really taking control of my life, I had an interaction with someone that kind of changed the game for me. And mind you, I grew up as an athlete. I grew up in the gym. I grew up working out. I grew up getting after it. I grew up trying to have like a muscular, strong, athletic body because that's what was needed for the activities I was doing. But I hadn't really thought through the food aspect of it. So about seven, eight years ago, one of my buddies opened up a health bar here locally and I went to go visit him there and he was working behind the counter and this dude is jacked, he's shredded, he's probably six two, two hundred 200 pounds. I mean, he's just shredded. He's what I would love to look like with my shirt off and he's sitting there and after he took my order, we're just chatting and he's eating a salad out of a bowl I can I can picture it in my mind right now, just sitting behind the register eating the salad. And I'm, I'm looking at him and I'm like, dude, like, look at what you look like. And I ask him, why are you eating that salad? Like, look at all the good stuff you guys have here. You got like avocado toast, you got these sandwiches, all these different things, right? Like, why are you eating a salad, dude? Because in my mind, salad was only for people who wanted to lose weight. And so I asked him that question, why are you eating that salad? Why do you choose to eat that? And he looked at me and he's like, dude, when I eat clean and salads like this, My body feels way more energetic. I feel more muscular. I don't feel like inflamed and bogged down. I have way more clarity inside of my mind. I feel way better about myself. And I'm looking at him like, huh, that kind of makes sense and is really interesting. And it totally shifted the way that I saw this food that he was putting inside of his body because prior to that, it was like the only people who eat salads are people who need to lose weight. And I don't need to lose weight right? So that got me on this path of thinking about food differently. And that ultimately is one of the the key interactions that I've had and the key instances in my life that brought me to this podcast right here, to me talking to you guys about this. This changed the trajectory of my life, that simple conversation with this dude. So I want to ask you, when you think about food, What is food? What is food in relationship to your life? Some use it as a social practice, right? They don't think much about it, but there's always some type of social aspect around eating, whether it's brunch or dinner or lunch or whatever. Some people don't even put much thought into it. They just consume whatever calories come in front of them and what they think will taste good in their mouth. Some people use it to control emotion, both consciously and subconsciously. Some of you are hyper aware that you use it to feel better. Some of you aren't aware of that yet. That's totally fine. But here's what I want to offer you. In regards to food at a very high level, food is for two things. To build your body and to provide your body with energy. Those are the two things that food is for. You, my friend, as we discussed in previous episodes, are a spiritual essence. You are the awareness, the consciousness that exists inside of this body, this biological meat suit, right? This body, this container that we live in is not us. It is exactly that, a container, a vessel that we inhabit for these 80, 90 years that we exist on the planet, right? So the food that we consume is strictly biological, right? It's a physical, tangible substance that we consume that then builds our body. Your hair, your skin, your bones, your teeth, your eyes, everything, your fingernails, your muscles, everything, all your cells, they are all built from the food that you consume. If you stop eating, you will deteriorate and die. You will stop building and maintaining yourself. Okay, so that is the first thing to keep in mind. Food is for building that body that you inhabit, that machine that you inhabit, that container. It is built from the food. The other thing is that food brings that body energy, right? That biological body converts that food, those substances that get put into it, into some type of energy that propels it forward. It gives it energy, right, to move, to think, to all of these different things, for cells to interact with each other, for chemical reactions to occur, for hormones to get released, for hormones to get absorbed, right? All of these things require some type of energy. So food builds our body. It also provides energy for our body. That right there, if you can really absorb and really let change the way you think about food, is going to have a huge impact on you. Because think about it. If you are building your body out of crap, if you're building your body out of highly processed foods that are not nutrient-dense, that are highly inflammatory, which we'll talk about, if you're building your body out of junk, don't expect your body to work well, right? Like if someone's going to build a supercar, and they get all of these scrapyard materials, they're like, hey, let's go to the, the local pick and pull, and let's we got you know $1,000 to spend at the pick and pull, and they put all these old, rusty, damaged parts together to build a supercar, and they expect it to go super fast, it ain't gonna work. Supercar is not gonna be super because you built it out of shit. <laughs> you built it out of junk, out of scraps. You can't expect your body to operate correctly if you are building it With crap. Simple as that. If you're complaining about your energy, if you're complaining about aches, if you're complaining about not feeling well, about not sleeping well, about not having the mental clarity that you want, perhaps it's because you've built your body out of terrible materials for the last, I don't know, however old you are, four decades maybe, three decades, two decades, whatever it is, your body has been built by junk. Okay, so don't expect your body to work well if you're building it out of junk, first thing. Likewise, if you have this brand new Ferrari, right, brand new Ferrari, it's going to go 100 miles per hour in three seconds or whatever, and if you put some fuel that's just been sitting in your garage for the last five years, that's been separated and diluted and the can's been rained on, and you get this brand new Ferrari and you dump all this old fuel into it and then go out there to the racetrack and try and push it to its limits... It's going to do terrible. It's going to bog out, might even die on you, might explode, right? The fuel that you put into the car, into the vehicle, into the vessel determines how it performs. It needs adequate fuel to run correctly, right? Same with your body. If you are giving your body poison, if you are giving your body crap fuel, it's not going to work well. It's not going to run as it should. Things will be misfiring right? So just taking those two concepts, my food is for building my body and for providing my body with energy. Looking at your food from here on out before you have your next meal, thinking that, do I want to eat this? Do I want to build my body with this substance? What will this do for me long term? Is this going to help me? What type of energy is this going to give me? Starting to think through those processes is going to help you have a little bit more discipline, a little bit more motivation to, to order the salad, right? To order the smoothie, to order the whatever, the meat and the veggies instead of the biscuits and gravy, instead of the giant cheeseburger. And Lord knows I love a giant cheeseburger and pizza and all that. But you have to start thinking, this body that I have, this biological vessel, this container is the way that I interface with the world. It's the way that I interact with the world. It's the way that I interact with my children, my grandchildren, my friends. If I build it and give it energy that is inadequate, there is no way that I can thrive. End of story. This brings me to another interesting insight that I had to learn, and it came pretty soon after that story that I just told you about my buddy in the salad. When I started eating cleaner, when I started uh, putting food inside of my body that I know I wanted to build my body with and provide me with good energy, I started to feel good, shockingly, right? But here is what happened that I think is so interesting, is that as I started to eat like 80% clean, we'll call it, and we'll talk about what that means, but as I started to eat 80% clean, the 20% of the time that I did not eat clean that I chose to indulge, and this is still true today, the 20% of the time that I indulged absolutely wrecked me, and it still does. When I have the ice cream now, because I've been building and fueling my body with actually high-quality ingredients, now that... When I do have ice cream, I feel like crap. It ruins my day. If I have ice cream at lunch, like we were in San Diego last weekend and we went to Old Town San Diego and got nitrogen-infused ice cream at like 1 p.m., my, my energy and my mind was just mud the rest of the day. My body felt poisoned. And that's what happens. Is that when you start to eat clean and when you start to build your body out of high-quality ingredients and provide it with high-quality fuel... When you stop doing that and you go back to what you were doing or when you indulge in stuff that isn't high quality, your body really tells you about it. It's like, yo, are you kidding me? Let's take a nap. Let's turn your your mental energy and mental clarity into mud. You, You feel poisoned. That's really what it comes down to. You literally feel like you drank poison. Here's the thing. Most people are walking around constantly poisoned and they don't know how good they can feel on the other side of that. That poisoned feeling that I experienced in San Diego after eating that ice cream was how I used to feel all the time (laughs) because that was my norm. That's what I was always eating, just crap food and putting these these crap ingredients inside of my body, right? So I was constantly poisoned. Most people are walking around poisoned. Poisoned. They, they always feel terrible, right? From the moment they wake up and they have their cereal or their prepackaged oatmeal that's usually crap or their pancakes or their breakfast burritos or whatever it is. And the, the entire day, they feel poisoned from that. But they don't realize it. They think they didn't sleep well or they think they need more coffee or they think they need the supplements or they think that, you know, they need to work out. Like, yes, all those things could be, you know, contributing. But at the end of the day, you're just poisoning your body with the fuel that you're putting into it. So for you, I would offer that same thing is going to happen regardless of where you are currently at. The more you can fuel and build your body with clean fuel and clean materials, the better you will feel, the less poisoned you will feel, and the more you are going to be steered away from processed foods because it's not worth it to you. You know that if you eat that, that you're going to feel like crap and the rest of your day is pretty much going to be ruined as far as productivity right? So start playing that game in your mind. If you exist inside of a poisoned body, you will not live well. End of story quick pause to shout out one of my favorite clothing companies, Viori. That's V-U-O-R-I. If you know me, you know that I am a sucker for well-fitted, durable, versatile, and stylish clothing, and Viori is just that. And I rock their stuff all the time, whether I'm working out or at the beach or hiking or at church or on a date night with the wife. I feel like I'm constantly wearing Viori. My favorite products right now are their Tuvalu tea, which is probably the best fitting tea I've ever found uh their core shorts and their Ponto performance pants Viori's goal was to build men's and women's activewear that did not look like activewear, and they certainly achieved that goal. And for listeners of Life Enchanted, they are offering 20% off your first purchase. So go and get yourself or your loved ones or whoever some of the most comfortable and versatile clothing on the planet at viore.com slash enchanted. That's V-U-O-R-I dot com slash enchanted. Not only will you get 20% off your first purchase, but you will also enjoy free shipping on any U.S. orders over $75 and free returns as well. Just go to vioreclothing.com slash enchanted and discover the versatility of Viore clothing. So related to that, let's just talk inflammation real quick because inflammation is something that if you're if you're paying any attention to the wellness world you've heard about inflammation but again let's just stay high level here and talk about inflammation inflammation is your body responding to bad things happening to it responding to invaders right? If something comes into our body that's not tagged as threatening, there is no inflammatory response. If something happens to our body, if we get a cut or if we ingest something that's foreign or something that's damaging the body, then we have this inflammatory response. Our immune system activates and goes and tries to heal and fight whatever is identified as problematic. Inflammation can take place on your skin, absolutely, where there's a cut and swelling occurs. And, you know, there might get like some ooziness there and all these whatever. Okay, you roll your ankle, you see uh, a lot of swelling in your ankle, right? That's inflammation, all of your resources are going to that place to help heal it. But the biggest place of information is in our gut. And it's from the food that we eat. Let me break this down for you real quick. Everything that goes inside of your stomach, inside of your mouth, inside of your digestive tract, ultimately gets assimilated into the body. Your digestive tract is a tube that goes from your mouth to your anus. Anything inside of that tube is technically still outside of the body. It's just inside that tube. But once it gets dissolved and absorbs through the tube walls, then it goes into your body and gets assimilated. Here's the problem. For most of us, those walls of the tube that goes from our mouth to our anus, the walls of those that tube are damaged because of what we've been eating. This is called leaky gut or gut dysbiosis or whatever. It means that the tube, the walls, are letting things pass through... That shouldn't be passing through. And there's a lot of reasons for this. A lot of people like to highlight gluten as something that causes leaky gut. But regardless, if you consume processed crap food, it is going to destroy the walls of that tube. And the more you destroy the walls of the tube and the more you consume these processed foods, the more these particles get into your body that should not be getting into your body. Connecting that to inflammation, once these particles start to get through the tube and into your body, your body reacts. It's an inflammatory response. The immune system gets activated. Yo, what are these pieces of, what are these proteins coming through? What are these big pieces of food? What are these different like processed toxins and chemicals that are coming through? We got to heal what's going on here. We got to prevent this from happening. Send all the forces here to fight these things. So when your body activates this inflammatory response... Because of the food you're consuming, that means that the immune system can't do its job in the other parts of your body, right? It can't clean up those cells that need to be addressed because the first priority is the poison that's coming through the digestive tract, right? We can't clean up these cancerous cells over here down in, you know, whatever your pancreas or whatever, because we have to be hyper focused on this area that's coming through our gut walls, because there is a lot of foreign invaders coming through here. Right, so mo- this is chronic inflammation. Most people who experience chronic inflammation, right, it's from the food that they are consuming because they're constantly putting poison inside of their body and their body's constantly recognizing it as poison and fighting it. Okay, and it puts your body in a stressful, fearful, fighting place, right? It's fighting for itself, it can't rest and heal and digest when it's, you know, in a battle, right? So knowing that that's occurring, knowing that inflammation is destroying your overall health, hopefully will allow you to have a little bit more motivation, a little bit more discipline in what you choose to put on your plate. Here's an analogy that I like to think about. Life is not easy, right? I think we could all agree on that. There's beautiful aspects of life, absolutely. There's difficult aspects of life, absolutely. And we go on this journey from age zero to whenever we die, and we navigate this path of life to the best of our ability. We're the spiritual essence inhabiting this body, and we're navigating these this one path that's laid out in front of us and trying to make it happen, trying to do our best to deal with the ups, deal with the downs, and make it happen. Now imagine navigating that path that has the potholes, it has the hills, it has the rain come down at some points, has fire you have to get through, it has like, you know, a forest that you have to navigate, you don't even know where the path starts or leads or wherever it goes, you have to kind of take guesses, right? You're navigating this path. Now imagine that on this path you have this 1985 Honda Civic, no AC, It's got two spare tires. It's got 500,000 miles. It's got a different engine in it because it got replaced, and it's a terrible engine. Right, It barely starts. Imagine yourself driving down this path of life in that Honda Civic. Right, just bumping, bottoming out, not being able to make it up the hill. Sometimes it starts, sometimes it doesn't start. Super unreliable. It's hot and sweaty because the AC doesn't work, but then it gets cold at some points because you enter these different paths of life. And now the wind and the snow and the rain and the cold all get to you because the windows are broken. It's just this terrible experience, right, as you navigate life because you're inside of this vehicle that sucks and it makes it way less convenient. And way more difficult than it needs to be. Now imagine that same path and you are in this electric solar powered SUV that's on these tires that are basically clouds that has complete systems and technologies to make the ride as easy as possible. It activates things automatically for you. It knows a lot of the terrain. It helps you navigate a lot of the terrain. It never runs out of battery because of the solar. It's just constantly charging it. It's super clean. It's quiet. It's got a great sound system. You're super comfortable in there. You can relax. This is the car that I want to be in, the vehicle that I want to be in, the container that i want to be in as i navigate the difficult paths of life i want to do everything i can to make the navigation as easy as possible on my end and it starts with the car it starts with the vehicle it starts with your body if your body is poisoned and if your body is built out of junk and if your body is not getting the energy it needs to fire and work correctly you are going to have a very hard time navigating life. It's going to be much more inconvenient than it needs to be because you're diseased. It's going to be much more difficult to get down the stairs, get up the stairs, to play with your kids, to go on the bike ride, to have the energy for the presentation, to have the mental clarity for the presentation, right? To to be optimistic in times that are difficult, you have to take care of the vessel that you were given, my friends. Paul Cech, who I studied under and got certified through his Czech Institute, which was phenomenal. He likes to say that sooner or later, your health will be your only concern. Sooner or later, your health will be your only concern. And the sooner we can get on top of our health by fueling our body with what it needs, by building our body with high-quality bricks the easier our life will be in the long term. The more comfortable we will be as we navigate life. So what does a clean diet look like? Let's keep this simple. A clean diet is food that isn't processed by humans. So it's all of the vegetables, the plants, the fruits, the seeds, the nuts, right? All of the lentils, all the plant kingdom, basically, and then all the animal kingdom, right? And the less human interaction your food has from going from the farm to your table, the better. That means that most things that are in a plastic bag, that are in a wrapper, that are in a container, most of those things are garbage, right? So stick with the nuts, the seeds, the plants, the fruits, right? The vegetables, the meats, the eggs, even throw dairy in there, the more natural the food is, the more that it is in its original state from coming from the earth, the better it is going to be for your body. After all, you are made from the earth, my friend. We talked about this again in another episode, but God formed your body from the ground, from the dirt, from the earth, from the Adama. Right, So it only makes sense that this body, this container that we have that's formed from the earth, when we consume other things that are formed from the earth, our body assimilates it well. It's optimal for our body. We absorb it and it works for us and the unique makeup and ingredients of it kind of sit with our body in the way that we need it right? But once you start getting humans to put their hands and their chemicals and their machines in there, then it starts mixing up these chemical properties and it starts to create toxins and poisons that we then ingest and then our body has this inflammatory response to. So clean eating is simply eating things that were around 5,000 years ago, basically. It's paleo, it's caveman diet, right? And there's definitely some exceptions there. This could be taken further Uh, as far as like nuancing this out and bio-individuality and like looking at how your body responds to sweet potatoes versus, you know, apples and then choosing which is better for you. Yes, that could be the next level that you take things and that's kind of where I'm at is really getting specific on what works well for my body. But for most of us, we don't have to worry about all those specific, you know, uh, foods and nuances to it right now. We just need to focus on getting our ratio to be mostly clean and then a little bit indulged Please do not hear me wrong. I am not saying in this episode that you should be eating clean 100% of the time. That is neither desirable, even for myself, right? Or sustainable. You can't sustain that, nor do you want to do that. Ice cream is amazing. Pizza is amazing. A bacon cheeseburger with avocado and sweet potato fries is amazing. A milkshake is amazing. Soda tastes amazing, but I don't drink soda. But Trying to get that ratio like, man, I'm going to eat 80% clean and then 20% of the time I'm going to allow myself to indulge, right? This could look like eating clean on weekends, or sorry, eating clean on weekdays and then allowing yourself to indulge a couple meals on the weekends. Cool. I personally like to, if I am going to indulge, it's usually at dinner. And my reasons I've kind of explained, I don't like to indulge in the morning or midday. I rarely eat before noon. Um, so there's no opportunity to indulge there. And then with lunch, I try to fuel with substances that are clean and will not bog me down and are not too heavy, right? That keep me going until dinner. And then dinner, I am much more flexible. I'll have like last night we had spaghetti. It was red lentil noodles. So, uh, bean noodles, red bean noodles, but the sourdough bread, right? Like I ate a lot of that. The The sauce that I used wasn't, you know, super clean. It was organic and all that, but whatever. I allow myself, and then I had cookies afterward. My wife got some cookies from Whole Foods, the salted caramel cookies from Whole Foods that have like white chocolate chips. Are you kidding me? But I had some of those last night. I would never have those at lunch, right? So I allow myself to usually, if I am going to indulge, it's during dinner, and then I'm usually good about taking a walk after dinner if I do indulge to let that kind of blood sugar storm that I just unleashed. Like last night, I went for like a 20-minute walk and just kind of process some of that blood sugar out of my system to let insulin do its thing and kind of regulate my hormone levels. That is a huge hack. Walking after a poisonous meal is what we'll call it. Walking after any meal is going to be super helpful as far as your body chemistry. But especially after poisonous meals, go for a walk. Take your husband, take your uh, wife, take your boyfriend, take whoever, your kid, go for a 20-minute walk and let your body utilize some of that fuel that's just going to be floating around in your bloodstream. So please have realistic expectations for yourself, but also have goals that you want to hit. Okay, don't be so rigid that you are miserable and the people around you are like, goodness gracious, just go back to eating the pizza right? Don't don't get to that point because that's not going to be sustainable. We're looking for a lifestyle change here. This is not a diet. This is not something you do for, you know, a month or three months and you lose 50 pounds and then you feel good about yourself in the bikini and then you gain it all back. That is not what I'm promoting here. And a lot of people fall into that trap. A lot of my clients have in, fell into that trap. I'm talking about lifestyle change. I'm talking about high-level frameworks about food that impact every day that you live life and interact with what you are putting inside of your body. I'm talking about lifestyle changes, my friends. From here on out, you are going to interact with food in a different way. You are going to see it in a different way, and you are going to build your body in a different way. At least that's my hope. All right, my friends, enough from me. If you have any questions on this stuff, please holler at me. If you would like to go further in on this and get really specific into your unique context and you really want to optimize your mind, you really want to optimize your body, you really want to optimize the inflammation that's occurring, the chronic stress, all that, I would love to coach with you. I would love to schedule a discovery call and talk about some of the goals that you have for yourself and see if it aligns with the program that I offer. I would love, love, love to explore that. So holler at me. You can go to my website, mylifeenchanted.com, and just hit the coaching tab. Um, Or you can shoot me an email, nick at mylifeenchanted.com. We'll set that up and make it happen. In the meantime, my friends, I want to leave you with a quote. I love quotes. It's from Jim Rohn, who was an author and motivational speaker. He said, take care of your body. It is the only place you have to live. All right, my friends. Love you all. Peace out. A special thanks to King's Kaleidoscope for the music heard throughout this episode. Also, a big shout out to Capital Floats, aka my favorite sensory deprivation and float tank facility in Northern California. I'm a frequent user there, and the experience is always transformative to say the least. If you're interested in floating and live in Northern Cal, make sure you use promo code LIFEENCHANTED with no spaces at checkout on their website. You'll save a whopping 40% off your first flow, and you will not find that deal anywhere else. Also, in regards to some of the content shared in these episodes, make sure you always consult your doctor before making any sudden diet or lifestyle changes. If you're interested in connecting with me, you can find me on Instagram at nick.carlisle or send me an email nick at mylifeenchanted.com.